focus on、uh, something what you can do. And、uh, then、uh, you enjoy it to do in the end. I want to. First of all, I want to thank you for inviting me back to your beautiful home. I mean, this is just so nice. This is the bat, best backdrop I have of any of the podcasts. Really? Yes, it most definitely is. We're out in Chiba now, and we can hear the simi to make in their sound. Right? What's your favorite season? Wow,、well, I I like、uh, October or autumn. You do? Yes, it's.、Um, It's not so humid, not so much insects,、uh, not too cold. Because <laughs> you do have a what? You have a lot of bugs and stuff here, a lot of insects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of insects every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> We are like、uh, our family member, our son, especially my second son. When we moved here, he he never liked insects. He was always making so much. Scream to see the, the insects. How insects. old was How old was he when he came here? At the time, he was eleven years old. Eleven.、Oh, yeah. Because before that, I forget. Well, Eric told me where you live. Where'd you live before you came here? We're We're in Funabashi. Funabashi. Yes, and we built here at the end of 2011. Okay. And since then, we came here only for the weekend. Right. This、yeah. was your weekend home. Yes. And because、uh, at the time our oldest son was、uh, attending、uh, high school in where he can go from Funabashi.、Right. So after he graduated high school, we completely moved here. Okay. Was it because of you wanted to, or was it because Eric wanted to? Well, after both of us, because、uh, we are living in typical three LDK mansion in Funabashi,、wow. and.、Uh, When we started to live, we had only one son, our oldest son, who was going to be three years old. So was there enough, just enough space? But after two sons born, space got small real quick. Yeah, it gets small, and、uh, oldest son started to show to grow up. Then it became、uh, smaller and smaller. <laughs> so you're born in Kofu, I know that. Yes. And you lived there until what age? I came to Tokyo at the age of 18. 18. Yes. To do what? To study at the university. Okay. The International Christian University. You went to ICU. Yes. That's why you took. Yeah. So I was living in、uh, Tokyo,、okay. where I could、uh, commute by bicycle. Right. Okay. <laughs> For four years. For four years. Yes. Would you study? Uh, mostly. I studied at first on、uh, literature, American literature, and、uh, English literature a little bit, and、uh, then, then I met a professor who started his own new course to learn about、uh, kind of American culture. So I took that major. Okay. So growing up, wait, is, you, is your do you have brothers and sisters? No. You're the only child. Yes. What kind of work did your mother and father do? Well,、uh, my father was、uh, working at the company in Yamanashi, who published the local newspaper. Okay. It's affiliated company for the printing part. And a typical salaryman, Japanese salaryman. <laughs> and my mother was、uh, mainly, mainly housewife, 
but uh, she was most of the time she was always working as a part time. Always doing part time work. Yeah. So, so when you were growing up, what kind of child were you? Let's say in elementary school, would you say were you more academic or were you more physical? Uh, as a child, not, not so physical. Okay. I, well, for physically, I didn't have any talent. <laughs> you didn't do even as a kid. Yeah, I didn't like so much, and uh, yeah, since I was small, uh, I used to have to reading books. Okay, what kind of books did you like when you were small? Well, many, many fairy tales, like uh, not fairy tales. I used my mother always say I used to very passionate for the three small pigs uh, stories. Really. <laughs> My Three Pigs, Little Three Pigs? <laughs> yes. Is there, what other stories did you like? I don't know. Now, I read this for my son when my oldest son was small, and he didn't like it at all. He didn't like the Three Pigs? No. Okay, what about Mukashi Mukashi? How much did you like those? Yes, uh, and also like some kind of horror for kids or, the, or some... Uh, Kind of biography of someone who's famous, right? And many things. Okay. When did your interest for English start? Well, at least uh, sometimes I'm thinking, but uh, I'm not so sure. When I was around 12 years old, one of my mother's acquaintances, who was uh, a calligraphy teacher, she was also teaching English. And uh, at at her home in the night time, and uh, my mother told me, "Why you don't take uh, her course?" So I started that then, maybe twelve years or thirteen years. I, I don't remember where, but for just to catch up at the school. Oh, because you had to do English at school anyway. Yes, and okay. uh, it was fun. Oh, so she English. was a good. Was she a good? She was a good teacher then. For me, yes. But yeah. uh, I started with my friend, uh, and we have a class of uh, two students and one teacher. Okay. But uh, I think uh, my friend uh, quit at a certain point. But you kept on. Yeah. Okay. So what? So what do you think? What do you think you started really started wanting to learn English? Was during the university. Okay. Why was that? Because when you enter the university, the first year is mostly. Most of the time, you, your class is on English, what they call uh, academic English. Right. We are told that the first day of the, at the next uh, entrance, uh, entrance ceremony, the teacher explained, well, you are not going to learn how to make conversation. If you want to learn, get the skill to have a... Uh, Nice conversation, better to go to Nova or some other school. We are trained, you must be trained to how to read, how to write, and and how to make presentation in an academic manner. This is what you are learning for this year. This is what they told you at ICU? Yes. <laughs> so we are told how to read the book, like right. a, if you want to read a book for writing some uh, thin paper, like uh, first of all, you don't read in the content. You just see the table of contents, and uh, 
like scheming where it's going to be concerned. Then you focus on that. Yes. Then you put the mark and how to make a note and so on. And then if you give a presentation only on that section, of course. Yes, and a presentation you must always do, and some, some teachers ask to record as a, to show I practice at home. It was very funny because at the time I started living alone, and there was no, we didn't, at the time there was no iPhone, nothing. So I went to the discount store and bought a big, some recorder with mic. Big mic. Like oh, the old type? Yes, I remember. I remember, yes. Okay. So you so, did that to practice. Practice alone because you must, you must record it and you must submit. So what were your other interests? You liked English. What else? Did you, did you ever learn to play music of any type? When I was yeah, about three years old until seventeen, I used to play the piano. Did you? Yes. But so then now you still I can. Do. Yes, you can too. If you play from three to seventeen, you can still play piano. I did, but uh, now I, I cannot. My finger doesn't move, and then I forgot many things. <laughs> At the age of seventeen, when I see the, you know, the notes, right? I could. Uh, Put my finger with a thing and then just go to the where it right. should. Yes. Now I cannot do. I must think. Well, okay, this, uh, this position here is my feeder. So <laughs> is that right? But do you play sometimes? Not now. Not now. But I won't. You want to? Uh, I won't. And oh, we have piano. Oh, that's what I thought. I thought so. Yes. I thought you have a piano there. So you never. What about your son? Did you get any of them play? My second son, he, he did for a few years when we were in Tanabash, but uh, he lost interest. Okay. What about Eric? Does he play? He, he never played. Never played? Never played. Okay. He never played any instrument. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just asking. So tell me, okay, so you get out of, you finished at ICU with yeah. what kind of degree? Um, well, uh, when you graduate, it's always a, I think, a degree everybody for Bachelor of uh, Liberal Arts. Okay, so that's what you came up with. Yeah. So, what was your first job when you came off? I, I, then I entered Sumitomo Life Insurance as a salesperson. Okay. Is that how, how long did you work at Sumitomo? Less than three years. To, I uh, two, two years and uh, maybe five or six months. Each. Okay. Did you ever go to the States during any of that time prior to Sumitomo? Yeah, yeah, when I was a student, and when I was 20 years old. Uh, maybe. That was the first time you went to the U.S.? Yes, for three weeks. Okay, that was the first time you ever left Japan? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So where did you go in the States? Well, there was kind of summer school to practice uh, English for foreigners. Okay. Where? What state did you go to? I went to Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yeah. And what did you think about it? Did you go, was it with a group? Yes, kind of a group, but uh, it's for courses for some foreigners, and uh, at the time mostly Japanese, right. who wants to go to the university in the U.S. Mm -hmm. They want to prepare for the English. Did you want to? Wow, 
not so much, but uh, I wanted to go abroad. Okay, just to see what it was like. Yes. Now, tell me, are your mother and father still okay? Are they doing well? My husband, yes, my parents are okay. Okay. So since you were the only child, like you were like, oh, Hime-sama. You were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. But your father and you are very close, right? Yes, I think they are close. But uh, when I was a kid, uh, I didn't like so much. Like so much what? Um, my parents are good stuff, but uh, never treated me like a princess. Okay. Well, who was the strictest? Your mother or your father? Both. They were, bit, they were, so they're very close. They're close to yeah, each other. Yeah, very close. And uh, uh, when I was uh, for, when I was preparing to study for the like an exam of university, my mother used to say, "You are very lucky because you are given chance to take the exam." There are many kids. Who has ability but never get the chance to to go to keep study. So you're very lucky. You're lucky enough. So don't think it's something uh, special or only the study is something main thing. So do do something to help the at home. And my job is uh, like to wash the bus or take care of the dried clothes and so on. Did you ever cook? Cooking was, cooking was, uh, I like, so sometimes uh, I did, and my mother didn't like to remove the shells of shrimps. So you do that? Uh, many times. She right. always asked me to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and when I around uh, study something, I asked her, why you always ask me to unshare the shrimps? And she said, because I don't like. She never liked that. <laughs> Did, she, did your mother come? Did your mother come from a big family? Did she have lots of brothers? And yes, my my mother has two younger brothers, and when she was kid, my my mother and and older brother, their job was to wipe the floor every everywhere inside the house. Was she from Kofu too? No, it was. I don't know now, maybe name change, but uh, it's in the south same place? part of uh, Yamanashi. Yamanashi, okay, but she's from that area. Yeah. And your father's from there too? Yes, uh, just uh, next town to the to this uh, where my mother was born. So they knew each other for a long time before they got married? Actually, my father was hired my grandfather to teach, to teach her study at home as a tutor. So he's older than your mother? Yes, uh, when he was a university student, he was the uh, only one university student in the town. So my grandfather hired him to... That's your mother's father? Yeah. Okay, okay. And hired him as a tutor to send my mother to the university. And that's when they, that's when they <laughs> but, started uh, noticing. it didn't go well, so... He married her. <laughs> In the end. <laughs> That's interesting. That's so interesting. So he so he was her teacher first. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and she had but she had to kind of take care of her brothers too, didn't she? Because she's the oldest child. The oldest child. And a girl and, too. Yes, and it seems uh, she was tough. Because uh, one she time my grandmother said uh, in the winter time it's very cold and uh, 
with to wipe the floor with the wet towel. My my uncle, the the younger brother of my of my mother, had a lot of uh, you know some marks like uh, like skin's damage. Right. So my grandmother one time said, "Can you replace for him? Can you do a cover where he does just for today because uh, hands uh, look so so bad?" Then uh, my mother replied to her, "Well, I can squeeze, uh, I can wash and squeeze the towels for him, so he can wipe without uh, make his uh, hands so wet." But he's still gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> She was trying to be Yasashi to her children, to her sons, and your mother said, no, I don't think so. Well, she's a kind person, very kind person. So of course she is. Yeah, but she is. Uh, some parts are tough. How old is your father and mother now? Your mother age? My, my father is 78, and my mother is 75. Oh, so they're still young. Yeah. They're still very young. And they're very ginky. Is your father still doing things? Or is he working in any kind of way? Oh, no. He's not working anymore. But uh, he does uh, sort of volunteer, mm -hmm. to, which is called the Charity Line. It's an organization. Uh, some kids who have trouble, anybody can call without oh. telling the name and uh, talk about their program. And uh, he just listening. Oh, that is beautiful. Of course, he had to be trained to do that. Yes. He had to go through training to do that. Yes. Is he enjoying that? It seems, but sometimes uh, he should not uh, tell what he had. He cannot say. No. So I I don't know what he had, but it seems sometimes it's a very, very tough. I can imagine. Yeah. Anytime you're talking to other human beings, yeah. and sometimes it's close to your feelings, and that's yes. when it's really hard for someone and else. Sometimes what he had is too... Too heavy or too bad. Yeah, and he can't. And he can't. He's not supposed to tell anybody either. He can't mm. say anything, and he have to hold that in. That's yeah. that's really difficult. Even if I you're listening so. to even if you're listening to your friend, but just to listen mm. to it every day. Uh, well, it's not every day. Maybe I don't know. It's a kind of rotation. There is a group and. I see. But anytime, it's still hard. It's hard. But he likes doing it. Yes. Because it's helping people too. Yes, and it, maybe it's good for him to have just to stay at home. Maybe it's boring. Mm -hmm. What's your mother doing? My mother is uh, uh, teaching flower arrangements in the Japanese style. So from time to time she goes out and uh, she puts a flower on the station. Or Oh, that's beautiful. Do they come here to visit you often? Well, not so. Not yeah, because so they can't often because they're so uh, far away. Recently, my parents said my my father now do not want to drive the highway. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so for so maybe if I want them to come, maybe better to pick go to pick them up or. Do you guys go out? Do you go out there often? Well, we used to go before the COVID, but uh, after the COVID, uh, actually, I, I miss them. So tell me about you and Eric. So when did you first meet Eric? Well, uh, in 1995, uh, December. How long did you December. How long? I know, I know when you guys got married and everything, when you had your first child, too. 
That was 96, <laughs> right oh, yes. away. But was this after you got out of college, right after you got out of college? Or after, after, while, uh, while I'm working, there, there was some event organized by a woman who had, uh, who had some sort of blood so much time. <laughs> right, right, right. Learning, right. So, and, but I don't know how, but I found this uh, club and uh, went to the event and Eric was there. He had no interest on the English at the time, but uh, he was there because he he knew the couple who was organizing this. Okay. And uh, probably they needed someone who looks like a foreigner. Right. Okay. <laughs> had you thought that you'd ever marry a foreigner? No. You never thought that? I never, never. Okay, so when you guys got together, how did your parents feel? I think they were very surprised. But not upset? Uh, of course upset did at you, first. They said something? Your father said to you? Because uh, at the time, uh, my father was transferred to the branch in Tokyo. So he was uh, kind of dancing for him. And uh, at the same time, I graduated school and uh, I needed a place to stay. So we decided to live together. And my father go back to to Yamanashi on Friday night. Right. And then sometimes the, for Saturday and Sunday Eric came. <laughs> and one day he asked me, why is there so much so much beer, uh, empty beer cans? <laughs> you weren't telling him of course. He didn't know. So then it's my friend. <laughs> So when he found out he was really, was he mad? No, kind of. at first, yes. Okay. So how long did it take before he started saying shogunai? Well, <laughs> then, uh, then I think it was spring, and uh, then uh, in summertime I told my parents uh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> now how do you feel about that? I think they were surprised, and uh, we went to my, my parents' home. I gave a letter to my father before he go back to Yamanashi. And uh, read it when you arrive with my mother. Okay. And uh, I wrote. And I uh, wrote on, the, on this date, I go to, I take him to my so your home. So then they became very good together. That's so nice. Yeah. All right, now tell me, when you guys got together, you were still working in the insurance company? No. Oh, then, you stopped? Uh, I stopped there. Okay. And uh, and we started to live together. Right, right. And then of course you got married. And then when did you start the wine business? Right away, or was it? No, he then worked in so many time, places. Yes, he was doing a totally different job. What is nothing to do with wine. I know he was. A, he was. He was actually. Yes. He worked at Tony Romo. He yes. worked in so many different places. He was working at Tony Romo, and uh, then he wanted to find a job which he can work like a nine to six or all right. the time. Then he found a job offering at the bureau. And from uh, 97 
Pios, the German company who sells wine. But that's but he he gives you credit for that. It seems uh, I told him it, to get a sales job. Yes. But you don't remember that. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, you heard it here. She's not taking credit for Eric doing the wine sales. Not wine anyway, but selling. Yes. She says she doesn't remember. Anyway, so but he gives you credit for that for sure. And and this one thing is, I think I can say this as a man. We remember who tells us things that are important to us in our lives. Yes. He wouldn't have to give it to you. He wouldn't give you credit for it if it wasn't you. If it was him, he would say it was him. I'm sure about that. And you don't care so much. You just <laughs> <laughs> this uh, probably I said, but uh, I'm not so sure. I'm pretty sure you did. Well, so uh, after that, what was it like? When did you get involved with it? From the beginning? Were you involved from the beginning? Uh, for for the I know. While he was then he worked here, then he moved to other company, and they also worked a few years. During that time, uh, I started enjoy drink wine. They to establish a company, doing business, and many other things to be done. And for to sell the wine, we needed a license, application, and so on. So. He could maybe he could find someone who work with him as a partner. Difficult to find, and, uh, so I thought better for me to do it with him. So how long have you been doing it with him? Well, after May 16th, we are already 16th uh, fiscal year. 16th. 16th. 16th fiscal year. Wow. Yeah. So already. 15 years. Have you brought in anyone else to help you ever? Well, a few times we had uh, some people who came to us who want to work. Right. Some some people wanted to work as a totally freelance, like uh, some percentage of commission. Some people want to work as a normal employee, but uh, people left. It never worked. Out. Did it no. work out? Or it never worked out. No. Most of the mostly. Just after one, one or two selling, they left. Okay. Because uh, our wines are not something famous. I see. And uh, price, is, price is not uh, very cheap. So people started to feel it's difficult to sell. You're not selling your wine, you're selling your personality. I think so. That's most of it. And your husband Eric has a very good personality, as you do, and I think that's what makes the wine go so easy. No, I think I that's part of it. But, and the wine is good too. The wine's also very good because we—I think we've bought maybe two boxes so far. Yes. In the time, yeah, we come through, and my wife likes the wine, but they're good and they come on time. And it's right away. It's really good. I think the price is reasonable. It's, I, I think so. It's reasonable for what you're getting. It's really good. Wine. For the people who are accustomed to buy the wine from the, at the supermarket, it's too, too expensive for sure. And uh, also for the people who are accustomed to buy only very famous, for example, Burgundy oh, or top class uh, range of champagne, it's, uh, it's too cheap. Not so much interesting. I think, I think what makes it very, very interesting, your wine, is the fact that the way you deliver it in almost a day. You're yeah. very consistent in what you do. But the thing I like the most about what you and Eric do is he picks them out. I don't want to think about it. 
He says, let me give you some good recommendations. And he goes, yes. do, 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 boom. And I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about good. it. And, uh, some like people that. like it, but also other people do not like it. Well, that's true. Well, you're never going to get everyone. Yes. And, uh, you're not trying to. You're trying to get people to like it. Yeah. And, uh, now, what he feels a bit difficult there. Uh, after the COVID, more less and less people to, to try to communicate. Right. Yeah, people don't want, maybe busy or has so many information, so many messages, so many informations over the internet, people don't care. So this part is, uh, you must find some uh, way. We're getting so much information. Yes. It's exposed too much. I think so. And it makes everything seem a lot less. But that's why I say it's really important that you're selling your personality. Yeah. Because if you can do that, that's it. Because to find the wine, anybody, you know, it's almost any product. That's why human communication, I think, is so important now. Yeah. Having that. Yeah, I think it's very important. But uh, as someone told me a few years ago, if the people don't try at first, you never have a chance to to sell your personality or to have communication with the other customer. So that person advised me to to issue the coupon to make it cheap at first. That's smart. Have you tried? Have you started doing that? Uh, not yet. Not yet, because. <laughs> but you're thinking about it. You're trying to think of ways to give them yeah. at least the first time. Actually, I was talking about this over the line with my son last uh, last night because our older son now is uh, working for PR company. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and he, last month, he advised me to read a book, How to Be Known Your Business. And he asked me, uh, how, how was the book? Uh, so I said I was sold like this, and uh, but I didn't feel, I didn't feel something uh, not so fully convinced. So. so it didn't get you, it didn't hit you, that book didn't do mm, No. When it's difficult, if you don't, even if that, there's a day when you do any kind of things, everything goes bad. <laughs> Nothing goes well. Okay. But even the day if you keep doing something, you can do the best. That's next right. day or next week or someday, it comes back something good. Don't you believe that? That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. I believe that with my heart too. I think in when I the podcast I did with your husband, he said, "Never give up." There is a way. Never give up. I said, "Okay, I remember that." Yoko, before I end the podcast, I always have a question I ask. Yes. If you could go back in time and meet the younger Yoko, what advice would you give her, and how old would she be? Actually, I have no idea. Maybe between like 19 or 20, and I give her advice. You will be a mother of three boys at the time, which you never like the boys. At the time, I never wanted to have any kids. But don't worry, they will be. And you're going to sell wine, which you never expect. 
uh, out of things, uh, unexpected things will happen, but do focus on uh, something what you can do, and uh, then you enjoy it to do in the end. Life is not so bad, not always uh, fantastic, but uh, it's not so bad in the end. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all on loan. So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.